All right, guys, welcome to I Am Comics Podcast. I am Josh Casper, and with me always is... J.J. Kirby. Damn, there you go. <laughs> you know, like, like, it's shake and bake. Shake and bake. make it. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> make it, but don't break it. You know? So what's up? How you feel? Fucking tired, man. My voice is just a little fucked up right now. I feel like I'm going through puberty again. Mm, that's real uh, shit. That's real shit. This weekend... Uh, the one that just happened was a uh, San Diego Pride, <coughs> or San Diego Gay Pride, in case you people don't know. And, yes. uh, I work at a gay bar as a security, and I had to be at the front of the door and just yelling at people the whole freaking weekend, man. And like my voice just got burnt out. Hey, girls. Yeah, guys, hey, g- girls. girls and guys, everybody, had li- a... listen to me. Hey, people. Hey, people. How to stop... Get in line! <laughs> what are you doing? Exactly, stop! Exactly. How to stop people from having sex in the bathroom, in the dance floor, outside of the club, inside of the club. I would say, you you know, don't give us gay people a bad connotation, but it's true. <laughs> you put enough gay people together with enough liquor, they will be in the bushes, <laughs> upstairs, <laughs> like around the corner. Penises will fly. Um, They're just men. Men are men. And it wasn't... A lot of it wasn't even dudes, too. It was just chicks. Oh, the chicks be the worst. Yeah. Maybe the worst. There's a there's a level of like you know like well I can do the fuck I want. Yeah. Lesbians is oh they hardcore. Uh huh. I, I do the fuck I want. My penis bigger than yours. What? And I'm like damn bitch. The funny ones are like they always complaining like oh where's the bathroom? I'm like right there. There's men in there. I'm like well this is a men's bar. Right. So don't get all pissy and they get mad dude like what? How dare you not there's, cater to it's me? It's illegal for having all these men in the women's bathroom. So I'm like well it's a unisex bathroom. Right. And there are two bathrooms. I mean it is a gay bar again. Come on. It's been like that for years though. It's always been like that. It's just like it's it's like <clears throat> there's the men's room and the women's room and it's like. Back in the day, it was like the women's room was always empty, kind of. Every yeah, now and yeah. then, maybe a girl or two up in there, yeah. but it was always empty. So the dudes would be like, I'm not going to wait in this line for the dudes if I can just go right into the girls. Exactly. But you always show respect if a female wants to use, you know, if, you know, if she's yeah. in line, then you let her go first. Yeah. And then you do what you got to do, you know. But it, And that was always the etiquette. But it's like, Swimming it's time to change. <laughs> Since the gay bars have become more popular, once people started realizing that it's just like, all oh, the drinks are strong. It doesn't cost as much to get in there and everything. The cheaper than downtown bars where the straight people at. And yeah. then it's just like the girls have the have power, or not power in there, but it's like, they're not going to get hit on. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't want the them like that. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, everybody's fabulous and having a great time. And the drinks are strong and everything is cool. You know, and I'm not getting hit on hit on and pressured by dudes. You know, they feel comfortable there. And then once the straight dude's like, oh, you know, well, there's girls in there that, you know. Yeah, they, they, figure, they figure it and out. And them dark hills. If you can get past... The, uh, the gay dudes wanting to hit you up or looking at you, but, you know, then you get the girls. It's just like, now it's like everybody's up in there and everybody's like, well, it's a new age. Everybody should come be a part of it. I'm like, well, some motherfuckers want the mystique. Yeah. Some motherfuckers be like, I don't want you to know I'm at the gay bar. Yeah. I'm, at the, I'm at the gay bar and y'all don't need to know that shit. I always make that joke. <laughs> Like, to other guards or, like, the older bartenders. I'm like, remember when this was a gay bar? I know. And then they start laughing, like, yep. It was, it was, I, it's like, cause I knew the town had changed hella when Riches would yeah. do their bear night. Yeah. When they did it at first, it was, it was popping. It was like, okay, this is, like, the original bear night over at Numbers and Bacchus House. Like, Bacchus House, two numbers. Like, was, was like, yeah, that's CD. That's like, you know, it's like, yeah. everybody came out. It's like, you won't be a bear and go to a bear party, you go to fucking numbers now, you know. Yeah. It's what it do. Then when Richards was like, we're going to do a bear night also. Then it's like, all right. And there's a little bit more like upscale. So like, all right, you know, like, 
hot go go dude, hot go go daddies. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, disco. You know, the uh, the house music and shit. Two rooms. It was just. It was like it was popping. It's like damn, this shit is really good. And then when they changed up on who promoted it, and dude started getting more twink, chubby, cubby. Yeah. You know, yeah. go go dancers instead of the muscle daddies. Yeah. The muscle bears. He got those chubby. Uh, twink dancers, and then like the the, the, the then it's like the, you get more girls, yeah, and, and twinks up in the club because you know like, it's just like, well, where are the bears? Yeah, all you get is these young little skinny, you know, or or, or a little cub, you know, chubby, you know, it's, it's where are the bears? Where are the dudes at? Where, yeah. where, the, where the daddies at? Where the where, where, <laughs> where are they at? They they went back in hibernation. They're like, nah, this ain't what you do anymore. Yeah, they just kept it over the numbers. They said, fuck it. Yeah, and like that was like bear night is one of the most enjoyable nights. You know. I didn't realize how many bears and just and geeks be nerding out with comic book shirts and you know like yeah yeah like Comic Con come around those motherfuckers dress the fuck up and and like like Hixie Vixen drag queen over at, Num- at Riches definitely uh, is the comic book queen yeah Comic Con she she throw the fuck down with like different cosplays for the week every day something different. Yeah, and she make all her outfits. I'm like, damn, bitch, that's a lot of fucking material, <laughs> a lot of sewing. I'm like, I hope people are appreciating what the fuck you throwing down, you know, because that's shit's banging. Yeah, you know, but yeah, like I said, how many geeks? When I when I realized that there were like so many gay dudes at Comic Con, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, you're not the only like nerd. I'm not the only gay nerd in this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not the only one. You know, but that was a long time ago. Now, now it's and that was. I don't even want to say it's cool to be gay, but it's just like everybody got gay. everybody knows somebody gay. It's more accepted now. It's not as and I'm like, how do I feel about that? Yeah, I'm like, I you know, like back when I was young, you were just like, you don't say, you don't ask, you don't tell. Yeah, don't yeah. say nothing. You, you don't know? even say gay. Right, right, you right. Know, like like reading like, oh. comic books, it was you know, you don't read comic books. That's nerd shit. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and, but in order to own yourself and your love, you have to be like, hell yeah, I read comic books. Yep. Like yeah, yeah, I'm gay. You know. Yeah. Men make me hard. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Yo, woman parts don't do it for me. Sorry, lady. <laughs> you smell different. <laughs> like, yeah. Shit. And it's not that I'm, you know, it just is what you have to realize certain things is what it is. It's like, I, like your level comic books, like DC or Marvel. Yeah. You know, who the fuck, you know, villain or hero. Yeah. You know, these are, these, these are deciding, uh, defining things that make us who we are on this fucking planet. And I, yeah. So like being gay, going to gay pride, you know, uh, being geek, all that shit. You gotta own your. You gotta own you. <clears throat> I just. I am upset though that my neighborhood is. It's more. It's it's evolved and it's more open. And that sounds sad. Yeah. I think it's because when I came out, I thought as, as a black gay man, I thought like, you know what? <clears throat> Gays are ostracized. Yeah. You know, we're all different shades of color. That's why we use the rainbow. You know, maybe you know they'll, they'll accept me and love me. You know, like I, I, I thought it was gonna be like open arms. Yeah. Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> They're like gay men are so catty. They're like heathers with penises. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's, it's all that shit. So it's just like, I was just like, man, this is. I, I, I was like, I don't want to be a bitter gay, but I'm like, I'm a bitter gay. Yeah. Fucking thanks. That's <laughs> like, and then that's what I thought sometimes. I was like, man, I thought, I thought fucking gay people were supposed to be understanding, and like, and nice, and like, they are, no, they, they, they are. They are if you have abs. <clears throat> I think. I think it's like. Cause it's like you can look on any YouTube channel, any Instagram, something, anything. It's like. Yeah. Dude can be nothing. You can mean he, he he can be the dumbest motherfucker, <laughs> you know, doing just doing nothing but just drinking coffee, shirtless, and we'll get thousands of views. Yeah. So it's just like mm, I ain't gonna hate on a motherfucker because he got it like that. If you want abs, work the fuck out. That is true because there was this one. Um, I'm not gonna say his name, but 
is an old employee. <laughs> who, uh, he was a good-looking dude, I guess. You know, you, like that's why they hired him. Okay. He had like a fucking, I think he had abs or shit. But um, guy was dumb as rocks mm. and always high on heroin. Mm. <laughs> and like that's not a good combo. And like the first time, they're just like, all right, whatever, dude. Don't, don't let us catch you again. Don't right. don't we come like this. But you can still work here. And they ended up getting fired. Because he was found in the bathroom, passed out with a needle in his arm. Oh, no, boy, baby. And it was just like, okay. But, yeah, like, I've seen dudes, like, who, like, the definition, I guess, of a good-looking dude mm-hmm. who just can get away with anything. I mean, there's there's well, stories. Well, yeah, get your ass. Yeah, like, there's you stories know? there where, you know, you some people have gotten it. fired, and all they do is just blow the boss, and then they're back. Woo! <laughs> yeah, play the game, baby. Yeah, it's just a bunch of shit. If you don't, you gonna be... Not winning. But yeah, but that's a very short uh, introduction to gay pride, as we were saying. He's like, this is what I was doing. It's basically a long way of telling you why his voice sounded like that. I told him to play a character. To be like, yeah, I'm Smooth Josh. Nah, I don't want to lie. You ain't got to lie. You ain't smooth. I ain't that smooth. You ain't that smooth. I can contest. You're not. You know, I hate to say it to you, homie. I'm the one who just said it, so I mean, you can say it. Oh, true. You're not that smooth. Yeah, you see, I'm not. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Amen. I ain't trying to be smooth. Ain't too try, I'm probably, just a mean yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> y'all. I did say I saw TLC uh, at the Gay Pride Festival. Yeah, that's that everybody was, cool. was making a big deal. Like, TLC's playing at Balboa Park. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> Josh was like, I don't care. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, man. I, I fucking... What was the Ain't Too Proud to Beg? That, that, to I love that shrubs, song. Um, like Waterfalls. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, I used to love them when I was a kid. Yeah. They still dope. Like I said, they still they still dope. I will say that it took a second for them to warm it up. But once they got it warmed up, yeah, it was, it was crushing it, you know? Actually, they had the crowd all into it. They did all the favorites. Everybody was happy as a motherfucker. It was like, yeah, TLC, get, get it, get it get chilly. Get that shit. <laughs> T-Boss. But uh, this is the crazy thing, too, is every year... For Pride, the week right after that is what is pretty much my Pride. You know, it's Comic Con. Oh, SD Comic Con. I always dread Comic Con, and it's just like it's just I don't know because I never go up in there properly set, but it's like I do dread it. Yeah, always it's like anxiety a little bit. I can't wait to. I always think I can't wait till it's over before it happens. But then once I get there in it, I'm like I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, it's just like, and then I'm always like, yeah, I'm glad I'm here. I know why I'm here. I get, I get reminded. Uh, of the people that are, that love me and you know just it just I, I'm like yeah but before that like right now I'm like ah, I dread it I just want to I just want to fast forward the week that's how I feel about pride like you uh, know it's coming you're like fuck dude I'm gonna be working all day yeah. morning to close it's gonna be a it's bitch. gonna be a bitch I'm gonna get sunburned I'm gonna get all fucking my voice is gonna get all fucked up it's gonna hurt oh yeah all that shit and then you're there and some sometimes. It, it's not that bad. It's just the long hours. But yes. then... But that's work. But you do see some funny shit. Oh, really? So you just see, like, dudes dressed in suits and outfits that you know damn well should not be wearing. Women with the same thing. You're like, yes, bitch, yes. you should not be wearing some that. Will be, some people are like, I'm just freer this way. I'm like, well... <laughs> some people need slavery. <laughs> I don't like... So I'm like, maybe slavery wasn't that bad. <laughs> Sound like Kanye. I don't right? Like shit. <laughs> it was a choice. I'm like, no, they got in... No. <laughs> I didn't choose to be gay. I'm like, it just happened like that. It, you know, it wasn't a choice. But it's a... I love me more. Right? But the funny thing with Comic-Con is it kind of does feel like a uh, high school reunion every year. 
It does. Because it's like you get to see people that you probably don't talk to for that whole year. You you don't see them or anything. Maybe you just see their Instagram or you yeah. follow their Facebook or yeah. this and that. Yeah. But like for you, because you're an artist, so all your other buddies are artists. Yeah, it's like it's like we you know like high school reunion or something. Yeah, I, I love that. Shit. But it's like, it's the high school reunion where everybody has pretty much the same job. They do, which is pretty awesome. But it, they do. But it's different, like tiers, I would say, I guess. You know, because then you got like Robert Kirkman who has his own fucking shit, and then you got like. I think everybody it's when you else. see who's advancing and who's not advancing is what it is. And like, yeah. we're all still like you know community we're all still folks and we all yeah. look at each other like you know i know who the fuck you are you know we peoples and shit behind the scene we wizards behind the scene cast and spells and it's like you know you're a fellow wizard you're a fellow wizard you yeah know? so it's all enough respect and shit because they we are um, a subculture a small community you yeah know? you know who, who have the, who have the ability to be able to tap and touch people yeah with what we do in our bedrooms and our offices and just you know on our, on our drawing boards yeah so it's like that's dope that's incredible <clears throat> so that's what that is yeah, I still be dreading that shit. Like, because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, what are you gonna take? You yeah. you know, did you draw anything new? Yeah, did yeah. you write anything new? Yeah, do you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what you been doing and shit? Like, nigga, trying to pay bills. Yeah, just, you know, do what you do. You know, because uh, you can't be taking the same thing every year because then somebody's gonna be like, yo, they do, know? and that's what I and I came from for myself. That's what it's been because I like I don't really work it like I want to. I just, I just like eh, I don't I care, but I don't care. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Like I once I get grandfathered in to my my, my, my table I, I go because I have to keep that position yeah, yeah so it's just like yeah you know but before I, I just wanted to go to Comic Con it was like I just wanted to go and get in and shit and say what's up to everybody and shit I didn't really think about sitting behind the table yeah it was I was, I was a fan I'm going to enjoy this shit but then working at Wildstorm they uh got the connect or did the connect to uh line up the artist alley role for uh, all the Wildstorm artists so I got a table, yeah. and I've been keeping my table ever since. So I know that if you don't keep your standing up, they will like you know move your ass down the list and get somebody else. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. be a bitch to get it again. So I'm like, ooh. So I keep it. I live up the street. Why the fuck not? Yeah, as much as you dread it, you'd rather be there than not be there. I just rather be, you know, I just rather be, be there prepared and ready. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, say I know that during the years I'm trying to get, during the year I'm trying to get shit together, but I'm, I'm an artist trying to pay my bills. And I'm trying to work on my my own shit and you know, work on shit for other people's and just with people and shit. So it's just like, what I really would like to do is just, I miss Wildstorm. I can't even front. I yeah. miss Wildstorm where it's like, you go to work and everybody there is on the same page. We're, on, we're trying to fucking be the best. We can do an industry for what it is and shit. Allowed to be creative and shit. Because Jim was just like, you know, what you, you gotta, if Jim, you can make Jim like it, you can get it done. You can most likely get it done. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, just worry about that and just come in and just be dope know your shit and be dope be better than other, other uh, companies and just yeah. be dope you know um, <clears throat> you get done with something you pass it to the motherfucker next in line and get her done you know you got an inker you pencil it psh, give it to the inker psh, let it go about his business give it to the colorist psh, you know yeah. and it's all through editorial and everything like that and the letterer and everything so everybody's just like here's you can see the chain of command of the process go forth and that's just like an amazing situation to be a part of because you know you're like like, I was young. I didn't know any better. It's not that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't. Yeah. Like, they taught a motherfucker how to do this <laughs> shit. And it's like the techniques and things I know now to do, you know, to, to, to draw pages and get deadlines done and shit, whatever. <clears throat> what I know now, like I said, I, you know, I just wish I can go back and kill it again. Yeah. Like, there was no time. It's like, imagine coming from Ohio, coming to Cali, first time being around other artists of high caliber. And you got, you know, you're like, oh, should I just keep my game up there or whatever, or get it up there or, or be there. 
and then not lose yourself in the whole matrix of it all. You know, you be right next to Jim. You know, you go to work. There's free comic books there. Yeah. And shit. You know, just it's just like it's just it was like drum and bass just came out. You know, it was, yeah. just like, it was like you know uh, <clears throat> mid '90s hip hop. It was just, it was just like it was just. Plus, it was the '90s, and the '90s were the time for comic books. It was. Like, it was. It was. Like, it was. Like, it was they were selling like a motherfucker, but who knows? It, it was. It was going to the top of its hill to to, to, to crash. Yeah. It was like that was when Marvel definitely was like, mm. oh, the Image just came in like gangbusters because all the top artists left yeah. DC and Marvel to go form Image, and so then <clears throat> the motherfuckers was uh doing what they wanted to do because at Marvel they never let them do what they want to do. Yeah. You know they. You know you got to draw X Men a certain way. You got to you know do it like you do, do things a certain way. And so when Jim and them wanted to do what the fuck they wanted to do, they're like, "We're gonna do what the fuck we want." And it was so different and fresh. Everybody in the industry was like, "What are they gonna do next?" So when they did it, it became the new template. It was like this is the more extreme. Yeah. You know, Todd McFarlane Spawn is more extreme yeah. than Spider Man and Batman. Yeah. It's just like you know, I mean, Wildcats. They're more extreme than X Men. You know, Cyberforce more extreme. Yeah. Pit more extreme. And so, night. So then it was like um, Marvel was like, "Well, we got to keep up." That's when a lot of motherfuckers uh, started doing the costume changes for their characters, like getting armor. Yeah, like Captain America got armor for a little bit. Catwoman got armor for a little bit to fight somebody. You know, Batman got his back broken, and um, Azrael came in. Yeah, yeah, it was wearing the bad armor and shit for a while. So it's just like it's like so instead of Marvel and DC staying in their own lane, which is what they should have did. Yeah, they was like, "We got to keep up with the Joneses." And fucked up their shit for a while. So instead, so then those a lot of those comic books during that era were like cheesy, you know. Yeah. They don't feel like they're supposed to feel. They went back to archetype because they were following somebody else's lead. Yeah, you know. And these are the two biggest in the industry. So imagine the power. Because I know they were very comfortable. They were like nobody can fuck with us. And then the top, then the then the talent that that they had, yeah, they weren't respected. Said fuck y'all then, and dipped. Yeah, took all the toys. <laughs> and, was, and Marvel was like, man, I thought we had to. I thought we don't we own, own don't we own the playground? Yeah. yeah, but not all the toys. Yeah, you know we can come play at your playground. We can play behind the house. We yeah, can go, we can go play on the block. We good, you know. Yeah, we got yeah, the toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I used to buy the spawn toys all the time. It was like every Friday when I was in elementary school. Get the new, the new my, um, if I did good in school, then my dad would like take me to. Um, this place called KB Toys. Yeah, yeah, KB. And then uh, he was like, all right, pick whatever you want. And I always just went to Spawn. And Cause it was like, I think it, looked, it, looked, it was like horror and, you know. Well, that, but it was like, dude, this guy looks badass. The, like, quality of it was fucking nice. Yes. They were fun toys to play with. They looked nice. I mean, Spawn had big old guns and fucking, he had axes and then he had the, the cape. I think I went. There's the detailing, too. Yeah. And, like, as a kid, you're like, wow. Gnarly like, detailing. Yeah, because it was badass. And then they had, like, the one where the, like, his chain around his, like, waist, yes. you could extend it. Yes. And then, um, dude, I think for a while I had, like, almost every spawn toy. Mm. And I even had the hideout. Mm. It was, like, this hideout. And then it came, I think, with the car. Mm-hmm. And then I had um, the violator where it was just the fat clown. Mm. But you could turn its head into violator. Yeah. And he had a big piece of chicken that was bitten. Uh, and then I have, I still have to this day though. It's a violator that you can like bend in any kind of way. Oh, and then, the wire, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, with I the wire, and then, yeah, the yeah. it opens its mouth by pulling the yeah, horn. Yeah, the horn that. broke, but uh, I still have it, yeah. and I've had that since I was a kid. And like, that's still like my favorite toy because mm. it, it still fucking holds up. Yes, you're like, dude, this this thing was the shit. 
Yes, it was. And then I lost, somehow I lost all my spawn toys. Like, I don't know what happened to them. Moved around. Yeah. And then the cool thing, too, was the spawn toys came with a free comic book. So that's how, yeah, that's how I was like, oh, shit. I they did. Yeah. I was like, okay. At first, I was like, I didn't know is this was a comic hit, book. Is that how you hit the spawn? I, th- I, I think it was that, but I also yeah. remember as a kid watching the cartoon? HBO Spawn. Oh, the cartoon? Yeah, okay. the cartoon in, on HBO, and yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? But then like my dad would be like, oh, you can't. You got to cover that's, your eyes because there's titties. Well, no, because it was titties. Yeah. So I was like, okay. The killing, he had no problem with. He's wow. just like, you just can't be a little kid watching titties. And I was like, okay, whatever. See, I got that kind of thing. The first time my pop was like, oh, titties. Like, he called me drawing. Uh, I was, first time I was drawing boobs. Yeah. I was like, I'm at home. I'm just, you know, at the table. And I'm like, noticing boobs. And I wasn't <laughs> trying to be all sexual, but I was just drawing like, oh, these are, women have these. So yeah. I was trying to draw, you know, breasts on them. And so then um, <clears throat> he comes in with one of his friends. He's a truck driver. So him and his truck driving homie come in like, hey, what's going on? You know? Yeah. And then he was like, you know, hey, what you, my son can draw. He's really talented. What you, what you over there drawing, JJ? <laughs> and so he comes over and sees me drawing some titties on, on like a female. <laughs> he was like, oh, what you doing, boy? That's wrong. Don't do that. Titties is bad. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. And so in my mind, I was like, okay, titties is bad. All right, then fuck him. I don't need to go there. We good. That starts up being gay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dad. And I'm like, yes, thank you, Dad. Now I'm fabulous. Yes, yes. But yeah, dude. Because I think the Spider-Man toys. I don't remember Marvel DC also came with comic books, but I know uh, that was a kind of a big thing. He-Man toys did. <clears throat> yeah. And Transformers. Transformers didn't come with toy. I mean, comic books. I think the G.I. Joe's one. G- did you? I never bought you. I, I was never into Joe. There's this cool know. fucking like mini. I, I guess it's a documentary on Netflix. It's yeah, called yeah, The Toys That Made Us. Yeah, it's two seasons, four episodes each. I wish they would do more seasons because there's still like Ninja Turtles, there's I Power heard, Rangers heard, they could talk it's, about. It's, I think it went really well. So they, I'm sure they, I'm sure they might Netflix. Yeah. Because so. I'm thinking like, dude, that whole thing can be like they can put like the video games that made us because then they can talk about Nintendo, the Game Boy. Oh, that's uh, the computer. I you trying to get you a job. Hey, why not, man? Got to think some couple steps ahead. You do that. You do. But yeah, dude. The my favorite episode out of all of those is probably the He-Man one, just because those fucking guys created. Oh, He-Man was he, my favorite he, toy. So yeah, He-Man was just like that. something out of nothing. You know, they're like, all right, we got to compete with Star Wars and fucking like every other toy. So some dude who was into bodybuilding, but he was a very skinny man created he-man and uh i forgot what toy it was but he just grabbed like some toy and he just molded more muscles onto him barbarian figure well that's what he made because it was um they they did this thing where they used to take old toys and they would just mold over them yeah Yeah, and that that way they save time and that's what he did he put muscles on just some fucking toy and made him look like a barbarian yeah but here it is and then yeah and then he called him he-man because of the old um magazines that would just say hey you want to be strong be a he-man and I was like, oh, shit. The best part, though, in that whole story is how the guy who created Skeletor created it. He said he was a kid, and he went to um, haunted house. some, yeah, some like, haunted house in a carnival, and some skeleton just fell and, like, scared him. And he's like, man, I could swear that was a real person. And then, like, years later, I, he was watching a documentary, and they were saying that it was a real person. Some guy just died, and they left his body there. And they and, used it for the haunted house. <laughs> and they used it as yeah. for a haunted house. That's crazy. I was like, that, he's like, yeah, that's how I created Skeletor. He's like, that was always in my head. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's real shit. But yeah, like, I guess uh, at first, 
they did the toys and they're like, well, how are we going to get this out? And then they're like, well, we'll make a comic book. And then apparently the comic book is way different from how the cartoon came out. Because the cartoon, I mean, it had to be for kids. It had to be like Saturday morning cartoons. Where no, yeah. It, oh, had, yeah. it had to be campy and fun. and follow the rules or that whatever, you know. Yeah. FCC I, shit or whatever. And dude, have you noticed, though, they have Masters of the Universe now on Netflix. Yeah, I watch them. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I got the DVD of the originals. Yeah, yeah. I think when they did, um, what was it? They did He-Man and Masters of the Universe. Then they did the uh, He-Man in Outer Space, kind of yeah. Flash Gordon-y. Yeah, when they tried to revive it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that shit. I think I, I think I watched one episode. I was just like, this shit is so much garbage. <laughs> <laughs> shit is such horrible. I was like, I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> it was ridiculous because it was like it was like Skeletor had a smiley face or something. Yeah, it was just like Flash Gordon, but just you know, gayer or something. It was yeah. Weird. And like you didn't, have, you had none of the characteristics of like what the He-Man franchise was. I'm like, how do people with power in, in control just come up with these decisions? Like, or just, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, just back to f- pay the motherfucker who knows better to yeah. do the shit right. Don't act like you know better. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like the, in that documentary, they go into it like what happened? Why did He-Man just fall? And can He-Man make a comeback? And oh, apparently, yeah. there's. There's a thing called PowerCon, which is a He-Man convention. I'd go to that. Yeah. I would go to that, because I'd be like, I, I love He-Man, I love the characters, and I bet the motherfuckers who love He-Man too, I'd be cool with. Yeah, it's just a bunch of like older people who I grew up it. with that. Yeah. And then even the boxes, which are hilarious, it's the box of, uh, the box of Castle Grayskull. Yeah. And you know how before it was a picture of a kid? Yeah. Now it's a picture of like a 30-something, 40-something-year-old man yeah, playing. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Shit and it says for ages 35 and up. Yeah. So dope. like they, re- they rebrand it now. Yeah, they rebrand it for like the older people because, I they mean. They know now. They're like, you know, yeah. why, I put it like this. Why fight it? Yeah. If it's there, they love it, that you know what it is, they're, they're, they're actually play, being present, why the fuck fight it? Yeah. You know, that's like saying, like, that's like if you got the golden ticket, somebody's telling you you got it, why the fuck you going to fight it? Do this and you'll win and you don't do it. Yeah. Why the fuck, you know. What the fuck? Yeah, you don't des- maybe you don't deserve it then. <laughs> they, they even talked about the, the shitty movie, which I loved as a kid. That movie was horrible. It wasn't because- horrible, but it was horrible. Yeah. It was because if you if you understand what and why, you'd be like, okay, they were cutting so many corners. Yeah. The people who, they didn't really give a fuck about it. I guess. They did, but they they hit all the... It's, 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 like, it's like you have an amazing piano. Yeah. A baby grand piano, whatever the fuck. And you hitting all the fucking keys wrong. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you doing with that damn thing, dude. You got it and don't know what the fuck to do with it. It makes yeah. amazing music and you fucking it up. You know what I mean? And they were like, oh, we can't afford to have Orko up in there. Yeah. We can't uh, like Battle Cat? No, we can't afford that. You know, um, we Eternia. We can't really go to that place because that'd be the budget to like to do that. So what we do is take them to Earth. Yeah. And then when we uh, bring them back from Earth, we'll just teleport a chunk of Earth. Inside of uh, Castle Grayskull, but we'll never really show what Castle Grayskull looks like. And, and if we do, it don't look like the, the toy that everybody knows. So we're not going to follow the, the lore that is firmly established yeah. and do things that people are expecting and looking for. We're going to just do shit because we have to cut budget. And we'll take obscure characters. So like that character that the little dwarf dude, yeah, he was a real character in the cartoon. Oh, well, I, th- I thought he was what, just a made up. He, I know. You think he was be made up <laughs> to replace Orko. Yeah. But those motherfuckers was like, let's go find something that could be the Oracle character. Yeah. And that he, he was a legitimate character. 
from the uh, the comic books and, and from the, from, yeah. the, from back in the day. He was part of the, in the cartoons and shit. He showed. I remember because I watched all the motherfuckers. I yeah. watched them all, and he showed up, and he was in that motherfucker. And I'm like, that they're making cool. Yeah. But he was like the next best thing to what if you can't if you can't have Orko, he'd have been that. Yeah. Which is horrible. But you know it was what it was. Yeah. You know, so it's just like damn, like. And Dolph Lundgren, he definitely was pumped. I wanted, I wanted a bodybuilder. I want yeah. a fucking body. I wanted somebody. I want somebody bigger. I want, I want a motherfucker. I need them to go scour the fucking like bodybuilding classes and shit. You know, oh, yeah. the stages and shit. Like, and then be like, can you act? Yeah. You don't have to be the best actor for mine. Don't get me wrong, but be able to act. Yeah. But I wanted. I prefer. I, I. Would you prefer a person who can act or be really big and muscular look like you, man? Would you want your character to look like him or, or be an amazing actor? Uh, or be an amazing actor who doesn't look like him. Nah, I want him to look just how they made him. Okay. You know, it's like um, with Arnold, Conan the Barbarian. Perfect. That's, like, so he, that that, that he fucking was... movie is cheesy now when you oh, watch it, he but it's horse, fucking fuck amazing. You. Yeah. <laughs> so did, uh, what, what was his name in Blazing Saddles? <laughs> with Mongrel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he fucking right. just punches a horse? Yeah. <laughs> it's hardcore. But yeah, dude. Like I fucking love those movies, Conan the Barbarian and then Conan the what is it, the, the Destroyer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see, for mine, it was like okay, Conan played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like his acting was not the you know he yeah, had to be yeah, the best. Same nah. speaking shit. Yeah, like, Conan didn't really say that much. Yeah, dope. So it's like he wasn't all tan. They didn't put him in black people paint. Yeah, you know, like gave him a nice bronzing and shit. Yeah. they could have. Would I you know would have made it better? Like like Conan's a tan motherfucker. Yeah, who the Kazarian? Where the fuck they are? I forgot what his race is. But he's definitely a, a super tan, you know, dark Italian, you know, just Native <laughs> yeah. American mixed looking motherfucker and shit. He's not, he's not German. Yeah, yeah. But since Arnold Schwarzenegger is muscular and was huge, he's like, he's, he's the fucking best bodybuilder in the world at the time. Yeah. Yes. Give it to me. Because if, if they got somebody like just, oh, I'm, I'm ripped, but I can act really well, yeah. I'm like, I, you're not, I want Conan. It's, it's, it's a, in the name. It's Conan. The, it's the same thing as with like, you can just compare Arnold with Momoa, because Momoa did play Conan. Yeah, and Remember? I was saying, and it's like I don't know why I want to hate on that too. Maybe because I didn't. I mean, I watched it just because I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it, okay, and just hate on it after. Was but it if okay? it's but if it's good, I'm gonna like it. And then it's, yeah. I I I went into it ready expecting to it to no to not ready to hate, but expecting it to be as awesome and corny and cheesy as fucking. The Arnold one. You want the same notes that they play on the, on the piano back in the day on this one. Pretty yeah, much. They, they play the same so, some new, a couple new, new notes couple, thrown in new, there. New, but compo- new, new, new composer. Can they play the same? same thing? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And to me, it was like, nah, man. It was. Close, I mean, th- there's there's a reason the movie didn't fucking get a sequel, you know? Oh, yeah. It didn't make that much money. So that was a classic it's, scenario that like we're going to make Conan look more like Conan. With with um, you know Jason Momoa yeah and I don't want to hate on Jason Momoa but I hate on Jason Momoa yeah 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 I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like I don't agree with him as Aquaman I mean I, I, I don't I don't, I don't like care what people either. say I think I think it's, it's because they I don't know he was they, great as uh, fucking Drago in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. I like that he uh-huh. was cool okay I don't hate the guy I'm not trying to hate on him or his acting or anything because he is a pretty good actor. But yeah, being the right role though. Yeah, dude, it's the right role kind of shit, and like for me that. Arnold, that movie was just his right role, and even to this day, I think he says he's making the third one already. Who? Arnold. Making what? The third Conan movie. 
Because remember, remember at the very end of the second one, they the show King him Conan. old. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the King. Oh, Conan. They, if he makes a new Conan and be old. Yeah, yeah, that, that's why he's. That would be he's, dope. He said he was making it. Really? Yeah. That so would be dope. That was announced. See, that's dope. That's just like. It's just... And it's the perfect thing too because at the very end of that movie, he's old. Yes. So now, he could be old now, yeah, now he is old. Yeah. And it's like, perfect, yeah. Perfect, perfect, and I'm perfect. sure the dude, if fucking if he Stallone, gonna get, he gonna get in shape too. If Stallone can get ripped again at that age. Yeah. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger's Instagram has been like. I watch your shit on YouTube. Yeah. And they say he's been trying to get his pump on again. Oh, yeah, dude. Then, then yeah. If he's trying to get all pump thing. and iron and shit, then, like yeah, it. dude. I like it. Then that's dope. Now I'm hyped. I'm like, yeah, you bring it. I don't, I don't want. I don't know. It's just fickle shit. It's just people. I need to get a, I need. I need to just plug <laughs> back in. I've been, I've been a hermit too much. I think to plug back in. Yeah. Just, get somewhere and play a position again. Because I'm like, I know that for me, it's things that's like. Yeah, people like this or that. You know, I don't. I don't want to make waste my time doing some dumb shit. Yeah, when I know better. You know, why waste your time, budget, and energy, and people's time and energy when you be like just to throw a dart? Yeah, get a motherfucker who can throw darts. You know, like I, I can throw some darts. I know that. <laughs> but yeah, I fuck that. Wow, wow, that's dope. Arnold, that'd be dope. Yeah, and then the cool thing is we don't. There's like no nothing to like compare it to, really, kind of thing where you can't be like, oh, he fucked it up. Cause it's a, oh, Conan, or are you talking about just... Yeah, Arnold, the, the third movie. Because it's it's a third movie, and it's... No, like, if like if this, it's promises, what well, we're going to get. Like this, Arnold is a proven box office smasher. And um, well, he's ma- modern-day technology now. Yeah. With Conan the Barbarian. And it's like, if it's set up with, like, yeah, I'm Conan, but I'm old now. <clears> it's yeah. like, right on, it's like he can just pick that ball up and just keep right on running and be good. I'm like, it's, 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 it should be a no-brainer. He just needs to get the right fucking script with it. Yeah, the right script, the right so director. So I'm sure they're gonna uh, fucking get the right director for this relaunch. I'm sure yeah. they'll be. Who, who's what, what studios put it up? That I don't know. Okay, I, I think it's owned by Warner Brothers, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe. Was it New Line Cinema? I don't, I don't know. know. I gotta rewatch it to remember. I don't know. It's, but, probably, it's probably New Line. But I know he's also making uh, the new Terminator movie. Oh really? Maybe that's why you've seen him getting all pumped. Because he's. I'm like, would you prefer Terminator or Conan? Fuck, Conan. Me too. Like I said, they done, they done did their thing with the fucking Terminator shit. But I think this one is, uh, I think it's directed by James Cameron again. Oh, they they bringing um, the team together again? Yeah, and they're bringing the original Sarah Connor back. They're, they took pictures of her already. Like, she looks... She getting in shape? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. she's getting ripped again. And Yeah, they're bringing the whole freaking team. I don't know if they're going to bring back Edward Furlong, uh, John Connor in the second movie. Oh. Uh, um... That'd be pretty cool because to me he was always John Connor and he should have just kept playing John Connor because he was a great teenage John Connor. Right. And then wasn't like Christian Bale at one point John Connor? Yep. And then they had like that was that shitty McGee movie, right? See, that's the thing they they kept fucking with it, so it's just like if y'all gonna keep fucking with it, I feel weird. Yeah, and then there was I believe like a Terminator movie last year or two years ago, which was, I mean, there's a reason we don't remember it. Right. <laughs> Y'all keep fucking with it. I feel weird. Yeah, it's... Who knows, man. But the crazy thing with Conan is it was a comic book at first. Oh, hell yeah. And then it was a fucking... The art was beautiful. Uh, what's his name? Frank? Pizzetta? Yeah. When I do... That, those, when I see those pieces, like that's I'll pay whatever just to buy an original art piece of his. No, no diggity. And just to fucking have it and it's colored, even black and white. Because that is the shirt. He's, he's like Death Diller, all that. He's amazing, motherfucker. Yeah, dude, that that kind of art is what's like, okay. He but, drew with his nuts, you can tell. <laughs> you know, you can just tell. All testosterone. But it's just like, you know, I tell 
you know, all artists, draw from your libido. Yeah. That's the hot shit right there. Draw from your nuts. Draw from your, your coochie. That is true. <laughs> draw from your coochie, baby. And then, um, next thing I wanted to talk about was I finally finished reading it. Took me forever. Oh, what is this? Invincible. Oh, really? Finally? Finally finished reading it. Uh, part of me did not want to finish it because I just didn't want it to yeah. end. Even oh, though yeah. I can go back and reread it anytime, just reading it the first time and knowing it's the end is like, fuck. Yes. And the I. gone! Yeah. And I've, dude, I've read that series probably 10 times already. Yes. From start to wherever it was at that point. Mm-hmm. And then now I can actually. Talk about it. Read, talk about it, and then reread it from start to Confused, end. Yeah, that's what I usually do too. When I read, like, when next, next time I read it, I gotta, I gotta start from the beginning. Yeah, read all the way through that shit. I think I gotta pick up uh, with the last two or three omnibuses of it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like that's, yeah. I need to get the motherfuckers because uh, complete my collection. I want to yeah. be able to sit down and be like, I can read these motherfuckers from beginning to end. And the story is an amazing adventure from beginning to end. At yeah. any moment, I want to read this shit, you know what I mean? I know, you know, I, and every time I read it again, I, I pick up little nuances that I missed before yeah. or something else, you know, just like, I like I love to see the elevation or uh, evolution of the artist, yeah. artistry and shit, you know. Uh, it, was, it was dope, coloring and everything. Yeah. I can't wait. This one's making a movie, a live yeah, action movie. It's- I'm, that, I can't wait. I, I, think, I think it'd be dope. I'm kind of on the fence. Why? Because it's fucking Seth, Seth, Rogen? Seth Rogen and that other guy. And to me, they fucked up Preacher. Oh, he's he done cover Preacher? They did Preacher. It's on AMC. I gotta watch it. I gotta see what's up. It's, it's like, it seems like, pre- like Preacher. People people are loving it, don't get me wrong. And it's... Is it they're, not like they're, they're, they're trying to do what they can with what they're limited to within that uh, television channel. Of course. So if it was HBO, Cinemax, they got their hands cuffed just like anybody would, yeah, shit like that. And then like now people are like, yo, what's up, you know? And and to me, that's like like preacher is is a crazy ass book, exactly crazy ass story. It does need to be on HBO. That's one of those decisions, like a corporate decision, where it's just like, do do y'all know what y'all about to buy? Yeah, do y'all know that this shit is crazy? You know, if if y'all can serve it a channel. Do you know this shit is crazy? And that, that's why, to me, it just feels like they limited it. It's like, dude. It's like getting preacher. a fucking snake and defanging them and telling them to yeah. bite something. And that's why, like, because that's the book that got me back into comics in high school. Like, uh-huh. when I after I read that and finished it, I was like, oh, my fucking shit. Mm-hmm. You can do that in a comic book? Yep. And fucking people will love it and buy it and read it? Mm-hmm. You can have a man having sex with a fucking, what is it, 30, 40 foot meat woman? Yes. You can throw a fat pope out of a plane and kill Jesus's like heir, his heir, he's, he's, he's but he like, but like because of inbreeding, they're all right, stupid. Right, right, right. But like, it's a comic book. You can do any. It's like a yeah. comic book has an unlimited budget within it. You can do, you can blow up the galaxy and show it come back in slow motion. You yeah. can do anything you want in a comic book, and the budget is affordable. That's why people do comics. That's why comics are there. Yeah. So you know, I, I you know, yeah. But preacher was an example of like, it was a middle finger to everything. Yeah. You know, was it Grant Morrison? No, uh, Ellis. Oh, Warren Ellis? Yeah, it was Warren Ellis. And then uh, uh, Dylan, Steve Dylan? Yep, Steve Dylan, rest in peace. Yeah, it was fucking, dude, I, it's, a lot of people tell me that it's too wordy for them, and I, and I kind of get that, because it's, but, but but at the same time, Invincible is kind of wordy. The Walking yeah. Dead is pretty wordy. Yeah, Watchmen. Um, wa- yeah, Watchmen is wordy as fuck. Right. I mean, but it's that's what you're doing. You're reading a fucking comic well, book. It's a book with yeah. words and pictures. What I mean, if, if you just want to see, are you, no, no, no. Are you a lazy reader? Yeah. 
You're dealing with lazy readers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Don't get me wrong. There's, so- there's dense dialogue and dense writing. I, oh, I hate when books give me dense writing. You know, like, yeah. It's like, it's like a whole page of words. And I'm like, this is a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Nah, <laughs> something's wrong, you know. Like, but yeah, don't be a lazy reader, people. Yeah, like, it's like lazy writers, people with poor penmanship. I'm like, oh, that's pathetic. Yeah, penmanship, it's, it's, it's a script up, baby. Yeah, because it's you, it. The thing is, you got to do like half and half. You know, you got to do the words, and then you got to do the action scenes. It's the mm-hmm. same as a movie. You can have mm-hmm. a movie where all you do is talk and no action. It's a fucking drama, I guess. Uh, but you yes. know, comic book drama, even a drama, still has to have some sort of action in it. You know, it, or else what the fuck? I agree. You know, or just read a book, like just a regular book with no no pictures in it or anything. You know, just fuck it, do that. <laughs> fuck but it. with Invincible though, it is since it is a movie, there probably is going to be a lot more freedom. And then the book is not that crazy. Well, no, I think it's bloody thing, as I, fuck, I, 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 which I is amazing. The, thing, the but, thing is this. The thing is this. Hopefully Seth Rogen and, and the people who are producing this motherfucker know and see and can appreciate the dense uh, story that went down. Yeah. So there's like they have to they have to be like this has to be this many movies. Yeah. They cannot do it all in one movie. You know, it, don't don't rush the stroke. Yeah, no two it hour is, movie is, or three needs, hour movie. At least three. Yeah. At least three. At, at least three. Yeah. To do to be done right. At least three. And like I said. I think they might, if they're worried about people saying, hey, this is just a derivative of uh, Superman. Yeah. I'm like, well, it is. It's, it's, it's a fucking, it's a love note to Superman and Spider-Man. Yeah. And comic books in general, you know, but told out over a platform that allows it to breathe and be. Yeah. Knowing it was pulling tropes from major comics. Yeah. That came before it. Yeah. That's what the, the joke is. That's what the fucking fun is. You know what I mean? So when you see the elephant up in there, it's supposed to give you the, the feel of the rhino. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, so it's just like, you know, you see fucking uh, all those, uh, was, um, the aliens that they come down and like when, when he mind controls everybody. The, 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 were they starfish aliens? Or what oh, the squids? The squids. The yeah, squids. Yeah, yeah, the squids. They're supposed to be like Starro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, that shit is supposed to be like The that. Martian that can turn into anybody. anybody like Martian Manhunter. You know yeah. what I mean? He's supposed to, he's supposed to be They're that from shit. Mars. You know what I mean? Yeah, Warrior <laughs> Woman and shit like that. It's just... Yeah. Omni Man is supposed to be Superman. Yeah. And then with Darkwing was Batman. Bat- Batman. Yeah. Uh, so the the fish guy was an actual with like Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, but he was yeah. an actual fish, which yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's um But when it takes its turns, you gotta be prepared to hang the fuck on. Yeah, dude. That that's f- what makes it so cool. That fucking book. Like, it's like it takes everything that you knew and loved. Puts it all together and then says, "All right, all right, you, you strapped in. We going down the uh, the roller coaster now, yep. and then we're gonna take a sharp left turn. Uh-huh. And then it's like you go from t- left turns to instant loop de loops, right and left, right and left, more loops. Now you know, it just it's like so punching the dick at the end. Is crazy, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like a punch in the fucking nuts. It's like oh my gosh. And then it, it just keeps going and going and going yep. and evolving, and evolving. And you want it to keep going and going and evolving and shit. It then actually comes to a crescendo because. The way it's written, it just it just has to end. It's like it's gonna end, has to end. Yeah. And then there's like, where does it go? And then like the last issue, he definitely does a scenario where it's like you get a taste of. He puts it up. He puts all of it together in in one issue, so he can, so you when you're done, you feel like you're full. Yeah. You're like, damn. But, what happens? What happens with the kids? What happens with this and that? He gives you like, yeah, this happens later, and this happens after that, and then from there it goes into that, and then it's all love. It's we, like, whoa, wow. 
So would you like it if um, because right after I was done reading, I'm like, dude, I would read a book about his daughter's adventures. I would too. I would love to draw shit. And his son. Yes. Because little or Marky, yeah. and then the daughter uh, Tara. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, she puts on this. It's the same suit, invincible suit, but it's woman. Yes. Woman sized. Yes. And then his son Marky is now wearing the invincible suit. Right. Because Mark is just wearing a fucking the Virtue Might uh, right. leader thing. Right. And dude, that fucking final battle with fucking was it Thrag? Yeah. Um, was pretty fucking awesome. Hell yeah. I didn't expect them to die like that. <sighs> fucking two motherfuckers fighting in the sun. <laughs> I know, right? Kirkman, he painted the scene. But fucking Ryan Otley just fucking Crushed it. drew it amazing, dude. Oh, yes. Those space fights were always something fucking epic. The fucking Virtuemite War, or the Virtuum War, was, dude, amazing. one of my favorites. Like, when he drew that shit. And then the, the what is it, the in- Invincible War, which mm-hmm. was just all the different Invincibles mm-hmm. from different dimensions. Mm-hmm. The he, way he would paint and make a scene happen, or, or a reason why something would happen, you'd be like, yeah. all right, he... It's just like, yeah, I can believe that, or I see why. Yeah. It was believable for what it was. He painted a world that was believable in its context. Yeah. You know, even though he started off like, oh, this is some Marvel shit, some DC shit, or some shit you might he, know. He, he wanted to run it forever. That's what he said, because he's like, oh, I want this to be... A, he's Because even when you start reading it, you already know it's, okay, he kind of put himself in a corner because he only... The main villain was the fucking Virtue Might people. Mm. And then okay. Thrag is that. So where do you go from that? If you're the most powerful race True. out there... It's supposed to be an example like if Krypton... Who else do you fight, if, you if, know? If, if Krypton was still around and instead of just being a blown-up planet... Yeah. Like, no, the Kryptonian's still around. And their whole thing is like, yeah, they go conquer other motherfuckers because they they're all Superman. Yeah. You know? So it's like you got to And then Superman super leaves. What the fuck's up? And then Superman leaves. And then, like I said, he starts a whole other scenario off, off on Earth. Yeah. But it, it, but it's still brings him back into the vulture might like you know the planets the, yeah. the antics and what's going on out there it's it's so big it's like it's like oh outside of earth so much shit is going on <clears throat> y'all don't know yeah because at the end of it well the weird thing too is at the very end of in the last issue um battle beast there's like a uh, i think it's his sister right the female version of battle yes, beast yes and she's like i'm gonna kill every single fucking virtue might out there because yeah. uh thrag killed my brother yeah and it's like dude he did not mark or any of his people did you know it's like so you could you're kind of like back the fuck up bitch yes but cause you're, you're saying this to yourself in a comic book like, bitch leave him alone right and then um what's his name angstrang levy yes uh he has a son Yes. So at the very end of it, the son is like, okay, I'm going to go look for Mark now, and I'm going to kill him. Right. But, again, he didn't know that Mark didn't kill him. It right. was fucking robot. Right. Right. So it's... Ro- robot, when robot turns on you, it's crazy. Yeah, it's dude. Like, that, that's it fu- feels like... It's like It makes you feel like, how the fuck can they win? Tony, It's like Tony Stark just turning and killing everybody. Not... Yes. So, so doing them or stopping them no, or just, anything, just, but just, literally just... Like, just, just, like, you're, like, like you're, you're, you're a hindrance to my plan. Um... I'm gonna take you out, and you won't know why. Instead of instead of having <laughs> villains that brag the plan, yeah, and snitch on themselves, Kirk and the right motherfuckers are who be like, no, nope, they just go into it. You gotta yeah. figure out why. And Rex was the thing because he, him and his girl, Monster Girl, they went into the, I think it was the Flaxen dimension. Yep, into the, it's like yeah, it's like, but time follows differently than there. Yeah, yeah, time time was very so it different. It goes faster, and when you're over there, so like you yeah. had a thing where the aliens would like come and attack and shit. Or, or then it's like you, they had little devices 
that allows them to function in our universe. They had to be yeah, like anti-aging. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But if you take it out, they fucking age all fast. Yeah, so within seconds. So in their world, time goes faster. Yeah. So Monster Girl and uh, Robot were young when they went there, but then they came back. They were like adults. Yeah, and then they were lying to everybody. Like, oh, let's just tell them we've been there for like eight years. And they were really there for like a thousand or something, something like that. Something like long close, as a motherfucker. Yeah, and something then something long as a motherfucker. And that really fucked with uh, Rex because he was the leader. Like he went through the whole thing. Yeah, right? he, he was he, the leader. He, he was a warrior. Like, he, and then he, he, he was a sword. They made him a slave. He fought his way out. Yeah. And then became like the leader of the rebellion. Then they fought everybody and won. Then like he, he, he his planning allowed uh, for the the society to thrive and become good and everything yeah, like that. But it only lasted a couple years. Well, yeah, because... Uh, and well, then his woman like, betrayed him. Yeah, because, because like, and his, part of his plan was the original people who were there warring with. Yeah. He had to, you know, he enslaved them, kind of. Yeah, he put them in, like, uh, camps. Camps, yeah, yeah. camps. And, and so Monster Girl didn't like how they were being treated or yeah. thought they were being treated unfairly. And so she uh, manipulated her, you know, like, her, her ways and to get at him to, yeah. to be a part of the new rebellion to get him out of power and shit so she helped bring about the collapse of the new shit but then she finds out later that you know that race is on some hardcore shit they yeah. should have just been in the tournament camps where the fuck until they slowly were being could be integrated with everybody because that's yeah. what robot wanted he wanted to slowly integrate them with everybody but it's going to take time yeah knew. and she was like and no she was like you're, no you're doing you know it's going too slow it's just you know you need to do this shit you know it's not right it's not right and I'm like oh girl you acting like a bitch yeah and so then she fucked it up and then they got back and you know they just caused them it, it was it's crazy it was deep it was only like a couple issues for that part of the story too I think. yeah it so was it, but it's like it was like even that it's like but Intimensible's like that with like sections or chapters of it go that deep yeah. that's like the one that's like the uh what the two issues where he did it where uh, it was the reboot yeah where, I think like, it was three it was three where, where yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. found a cave with this alien bright light up in there and shit and it, he it, rebooted the whole thing it started him all the way back to the beginning I mean and that kind but of he, he had the memory of everything yeah and uh, but imagine if you can go back in time and have the memory of everything that you knew you know from living living your existence and shit and you can go change yeah the past but you could never come back to the present because yeah. whoever's doing what they're going to do, be like, don't fuck with the present. Yeah. Let us do what we're going to do and you stay gone and yeah. you can go in the past and you can do whatever the fuck you need to do because you, you have the memory and you know what's up. You can, you, know, you can save everybody. All the people you wanted to save, now you know you can go save them again. But just don't try to come back to the present. Yeah, like he stopped that pretty much that war with his dad. Uh-huh. Like, he still, his dad yeah, still that beat was him up. Too. That's, that was dope. But, it, but he he did the Dragon Ball Z thing, which is Goku will always take somebody he fights into the open desert or somewhere where there's not people around. Yeah. Because he's like, well, we're not going to kill all these people. They're going to be a distraction to me. The only motherfucker who has ever done that, really, yes. is smart enough to do it. He's like, all right, we'll fight, but it's on my terms. You can go meet me over here. Yes. Every other superhero, everything, the city's always getting fucked up, this and this and that. Like, motherfuckers. Like Superman. Yeah. Superman, the Avengers, I mean, every, almost every Marvel movie, the city is getting fucked up. But meanwhile, Dragon Ball Z is like one of the fucking oldest cartoons and the same shit, you know? Well, Goku is always like, all right, let's fucking it, go well, over there. I will say that, it, no, and I love that, um, but it is, that is about, Dragon Ball Z is all about scrapping. Yeah. It's about fighting, big, big fights. Too. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like, if you're fighting to protect the planet, you can't be having these big ass monster fights in the city yeah. with, the, with the peoples so it just makes sense like if it's all about that then you just have to just take them someplace else yeah. so if your character's down to be like you know what 
I, I'm going to take you to the desert or in the ocean or wherever, just away from the people. Yeah. Yeah, you should. That's part of your character. You should. Yeah, and you would think Superman would do that because his fights are about scrapping. Right. Everybody's like, all right, he's supposed to be the strongest man on Earth. Well, I'm from outer space, so now I'm going to prove that I'm stronger than him. Right. I'm going to fuck him up. Superman never once was like, hey, man, let's go to the fucking desert or the farmlands or the swamplands or somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to take Doomsday in outer space because Doomsday can't fly, but I'm going to fly your ass up in outer space really quick, and then I'm going to fight you out there, you know, on yeah. an asteroid. Do something, you know. I don't know. Like I said, Doomsday definitely is a scrapper. And it's built for that shit. It was supposed to be like, you know, like the catalyst to how can we kill Superman? Yeah. And, and make some money. It's fucking pure but, strength. But honestly, Superman, like, for mine, Superman should just took his ass, flew him into space. Yeah. Let him fucking choke Let him, you know, from the lack I of oxygen. I understand Superman's like, well, I don't know if he can breathe or not, and out of space. I don't want to take him out there because it'll kill him. I understand that. But once you realize it won't kill him. Yeah. They just take it. He can't fly. <laughs> Keep his ass in outer space. Put him on an asteroid. Let his ass float. Now, I know he'll jump off that asteroid or something right yeah. towards Earth and shit. And then you just monitor that shit every now and then, come up, punch him in, boom, punch him in, punch him in a deep space. Yeah. And then go back down to be like, fuck <laughs> it. Because as many times as he shows up in the books, whether clone or it's Doomsday or whatever yeah. the fuck, I'm like, Superman could just punch him in the space. Now, I can't even front. Would a story like that be cool? They're like, oh, we, you know, he's a good character. We want to use him. I'm like, in my opinion, I'd be like, I'd write that shit where I'm like, all right, Doomsday, Doomsday shows the fuck up. Superman's trying to battle him, and he's realizing that he's fucking, dis- he's destroying everything and everybody, and he's hardcore. And he's like, well, I don't know if I, I don't want to kill you. What the fuck I'm going to do with you and shit? And after punching yeah. him and fighting him in the volcano and fighting him in, in like under the water and shit, you realize this nigga don't need air. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take his ass up and out of space. Vroom! In the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, that's true. And then punch him even further. And be like, I'm out. Yeah. Peace. Punch him into the sun. Or be like your Green Lantern. Yeah. Help get this nigga out of here. You know. Now, don't get me wrong. Him fighting Doomsday shouldn't be the story. Yeah. It should be like that was a part of the story. And like, it's like, well, damn, Superman, you, you becoming more ruthless or you, you making these decisions. And it's just like, have you changed? It's like, well, you know, you know, because usually it's like, it's like, is that motherfucking Phantom Zone? Yeah. But then, even then, I like how you're just like, well, that's not always going to be the answer. But what is the answer? He has to make these hard decisions. So it's just like, you know, him fighting and feeling the ramifications where some people are like, damn, Doomsday was fucking ripping up shit. What did Superman do with him? Yeah. Government's like, where did you put him? Where is he at? What's going on? So Superman has to deal with the legalities or the the, 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 the semantics of doing that, you know, like, of like his actions. What? I think every part of the story. Now he has to deal with the populace that yeah. he's saving from these monsters and shit and they looking at him and making and questioning what his, his his abilities and he's just like what the fuck should I should not it's that thing in the movie also where like you know he's talking to his mama you know you ain't gonna do nothing for them yeah which I thought was stupid I'm like she should not be saying that shit <laughs> yeah that was Zack Snyder saying that shit but I just like it's just the fact that he should be able to talk to somebody it's, it's like Superman getting back to his roots to deal with the world yeah those are for mine some of the best Superman stories cause for me, when I read the Superman stories, and it's always about you know him, in like internal perspective and him yeah. getting his mind right and everything, it's like, yeah, man, I feel the same way. Yeah, I feel the same way, and I I, I relate to his stories like that. With those little moments now when he's talking to his son, you know, about wrong and right. That's yeah. what I love about Superman, the internal monologue where he's just like, nobody knows what I have to deal with. Yeah, when I deal with shit, I love those stories. So, like, for mine, Doomsday, it shouldn't be about him dying. I'm like, it should be about him dealing with, you know, 
the populace and shit, you know. And you get a nice slugfest, and you get a and it's like a, an extreme, um, an extreme uh, uh, resolution. Like yeah. I said, he could have punched him in the space and that Green Lantern and just rocket his ass off, <laughs> you know. And it'd have been all good in the hood, but they wanted to make a race scrapping and he scrapped and he could have flew him in the space, but he didn't, yeah. you know. Instead, he punched him to death, and, th- and they punched each other till they died. I'm like, that's corny to me. Yeah, I'm like, you're gonna punch him to death. He's like, you gonna take these punches? It was like that's how Superman will die. You know, he's just punched to the fucking death. Um, punch till you, punch, super punch you till you die. But I mean, hey, Invincible did that too. Like they they did fight in space a lot, which is pretty cool. They did, but Invincible would do the thing like 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 say him and um, Emperor Throg, whatever the fuck his name yeah. is, fought in the sun. And while they're fighting in the sun. You, they're talking about how it's melting them. Yeah, and Mark is ready to die. Too. Mark is he, ready. He's like, he's like, both, they're ready to die because they're committed. But they have, like, they, the sun is like the most craziest thing in the galaxy. Yeah. And so these motherfuckers, being some of the most craziest beings in the galaxy, still have to yield to the sun. Now they can fight. They fall on the hell on they fall in the sun, like maybe a 15, 20 minutes, maybe half hour, an hour. I don't know. But yeah. imagine fighting an hour on the surface of the sun. Yeah. That's hardcore. And then it's just like, you know, you're, you're both ready to die. And as you're about to die, you know, you get saved and your other motherfucker, like, you know, doesn't. Yeah. And so he dissolves into the sun. That makes sense to me. Yeah. It just, it's believable. It makes sense. I can wrap my mind around it. And he got I mean? burned as fuck and then they had to, like, Shardy, put, put, yeah. you put and a new had, skin had, on yeah, him. And they, had, they did surgery on him and to let him heal, let, you know, and get to get him back and everything. But it's like there were ramifications. Yeah. And Superman is never anything like that. And it should be. Yeah. So I like that shit. So like, if you, it's not that he needs to be weaker. It's just a matter of like, they've made him super, super strong. Yeah, it's and that was different writers over time and different editors telling them they can do whatever the fuck they want because nobody there was no ceiling. Yeah, until they did the thing with John Byrne with like, yeah, we're gonna give him a ceiling. He's gonna be this weaker and it's like it's this and that. And kryptonite does affect him and all the, all these all these things, all the things that all the iconic shit we love and know about Superman. There it is. Yeah, just, like I said, but the things like him pulling. Planets on chains through, through the solar system. No, <laughs> you know we're not gonna do that. You know what I mean? All incredible shit like that. We don't need that. You know. Yeah. He needs some limitations. Um, he needs some level of like checks and balance. Yeah. You know because if you don't, he's it's too powerful. He's it's like well, there's there's no uh, challenge in the story. He can get boring. Well, if if it, um, him a son now and now they have a family, the yeah. thing they always didn't want him to have, if they finally gave it to him. And it made him even better. Because like, yeah. now it's a reason for him to be... He can be a super all day as he wants to, but he yeah. still has to come home. You know what I mean? And still have to train and talk to his... Raise his son. And that's what we like. Yeah. As a Superman fan, I like that. It's, you know what I mean? It's I don't the, give a fuck the, about the world. I want to see his morals. I want to see yeah. his... I love that he has, he has his high, high morals. You're just basically now seeing is uh, Jonathan Kent. Like how... What it took him to raise Clark. Yes. But it's just both of them are powerful. Yes. So it's just you're taking everything that he learned from his dad and he's teaching it to his son. Right. It's a new way so to it's, it's it's yeah, it's like basically like I kind of always did I don't know if the this book actually is made or exists out there, but I always did want a book where it was just uh John uh, Jonathan Kent just teaching a young Clark. Like mm. like a six run series or something, you know? Right. A six issue run or something. It just like True origins of like okay, right. This is what Pa Kent taught him, right. Like in one of them, they go fishing or something, Stories. and he's he's I'm like, like, you, I'm he's like, like I can, like I can catch all these fish right mean, now. Like, if it was me, I, I would do Superman. Where here's the current adventures of Superman, modern day. Yeah, he had the family, and um, he's he's 
you know, on earth doing what he got to do. Classic shit. Yeah. And then if I would do like uh, uh, a, man, a Man of Steel or something, like some old school shit or whatever, where it's like either, these are stories of the tales of Superman. Yeah. Where it's just like, these are tales of like him back in the day when he was young, lessons he learned, yeah. how we learned them. And then it'd also be the scenario where how he affected people and it'd be told from their perspective. Yeah. So like, you know, whether it is an alien you know, kid who was saved by Superman talking about what it what Superman looked like to him. Yeah. Which you which would allow for an artist to do it in a different styling. Yeah, it would work. Or or like I said, it's like stories on Earth, you know, Superman saving people from a burning building and shit. You know, those 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 good those good those feel good stories. Yeah. You know, those moments of like, yo, I'm scared, shit was fucked up, and then Superman came. Yeah. I like that. I would read those. You know, and it's, it's like you can get different artists. Because I know that now it's like just to find one artist to be consistent is crazy. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, different artists on a book like that would make more sense too. Like, I like that. You know, as long, long as it makes, you know, like anything that lets you see Superman in a great light, that, dope. That's why it was crazy to me that Ryan Ollie stayed on Invincible for so long. I think it was like 15 years. Where the book ran for 15 years and he, I think he's been on it for like yeah. 13. But it's like, that, I feel like this. Why would you leave it if you're getting paid good? Yeah. And your book has a consistent following. And you get quality coloring, quality writing, quality print. Uh, you actually have some say yeah. over where the story goes and shit. Um, you get to do all the covers. You're a part of the yeah. team. But now, Why the fuck would you leave that? Yeah, it, you'd be dumb. But like, because now he's doing Spider-Man. Yeah, which is something he wanted to do. So, I remember talking to him about the show. He said he wanted to do like some, uh, what is it, some uh, horror or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, eh, okay, man. I know he likes guts and gore. I ain't mad at that shit. Yeah. You know? If it was me, I'd be like, Kelsey, I want you to do, I want you to do like a Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> but I'll do that. Fuck that. And the uh, last thing we want to talk about before we go is um, rest in peace, Steve Dicko, man. He passed away? He died. When? Uh, I believe it was last week. What? Yeah. The, oh, wow. If you guys don't know who he is, he is one mm-hmm. of the co-creators of Spider-Man. Yeah. He's the artist. Stan Lee was the writer. Correct. And, like, Steve Dicko was a player, man. Like, like smooth daddy. Like, dressed smooth and, was, like, you know, <laughs> trying the panties off your woman. Right. You know, I heard stories about him. I met him once uh, at a convention. It was, like, he was cool. Like, he was silver daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Like, you know, yeah, old school cat yeah you know when, when men were men yeah and wanted your woman all right yeah but yeah. he drew comics <laughs> and, and it was cool because he would draw trippy like like very designy um like graphic artwork that yeah. would make you feel like you're on an ass trip or some shit yeah like checker patterns and swirls and you know lines and shit you know very uh um Let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Mod, retro, old school, you know. Yeah. Fresh, back in the day type shit, you know, which what you look at now would still be fucking banging. Yeah. You know, they did Shield, uh, Nick Fury, um, and was and was the reason why those books, Nick Fury was cool at the time, because Ditko's artwork, you know, was just such such fresh style. Yeah. You know, it was, like, it was like, nobody's doing this. Did he do the coloring on Spider-Man too? The coloring? Yeah. I think he did. I don't know. I think I think he, I don't know if it was on Spider Man, but I think it was a Nick Fury show. Yeah. I think he definitely did like the coloring on that shit. Cause I know he had like you know crazy palette, like yeah. Michael Golden, crazy palette. Some yeah. people some people got those crazy palettes, and it's not that it's that's, that's, that's not being disrespectful. Yeah. That's that's respectful. Those motherfuckers know how to fucking flip colors, like Jack yeah. Kirby. Motherfuckers when they doing their thing know how to they know how to use a pink and a and a, per, and a green and a purple yeah. with some yellow. You know what I mean? It just it's just like yeah, they are gonna use these colors that are unconventional and make shit pop. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, that's what we're looking for. 
So yeah, Dicko, rest in peace. That's crazy. Like, what did he? What do you know from? What he passed away from? Uh, I think he just just old older. Yeah, age. just old. Yeah, he's he's probably as old as Stan Lee. He was like ninety something. And we all feel to know that. I think Stan, his time is his time is limited on this planet too. And it's, it's gonna be a sad day when he when he passed away. Yeah, yeah right. You know, it's okay, brother. You can, you, you can go. When God call you, go home. I'll see you there. So, yeah. The only thing I wish is that fucking if Kirby was around long enough to see all the shit that he did. Yeah. Because Stan, because Stan people, Lee got to see it, which Stan is fucking awesome. Stan got to awesome. see it and be a part of it and get props for it. Yeah. When it, And it's like if you knew the truth, it was Jack that came up with most of the shit. Yeah. And Stan was the one who was like, you know, tied it up. Yeah. So it's just like they were a perfect combination. So it's like Jack would just create and make the most amazing, you know, things, tell these these characters and just these ideas. And then Stan would come in and like, you know what? Let me let's clean this up, yeah. clean this up, and, and, and like you know, clip that there, this and that, or whatever. And then it'd be perfect for picture day. There, it's like awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. But people don't know exactly the one-two punch of what it was. Yeah, well, because like again, it's Stan Lee somehow became the name and the face of Marvel because he, he was still alive. Yeah, it is good. Like, well, even even after like before, even before uh, Jack Kirby died, it mm-hmm. was still like oh Stan Lee, Stan, Lee. and then somehow out of nowhere, like in the nineties, I think Stan wanted to be more. In, Stan was like the Diddy of his time. Yeah, yeah. He was like the Puff Daddy of his time. Like yo, I'm gonna get out there as Excelsior. I'm a character. Check check for me. Yeah, and Kirby wasn't. Kirby was like, hey, I'm trying to pay. I'm trying to raise these kids. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking like you know draw these pictures. I'm trying to. I'm, I, I got to do the heavy lifting because yeah. like to draw all the shit. It, it, Somebody, you gotta sit your, you can't be, you gotta sit your ass down yeah. and draw that shit, you know. Now, don't get me wrong, you can be like, you know, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. But I don't think that was Jack. I don't yeah. think that was his personality like that. He was more of a, like, you know, a solid dude, I think. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, he's missed also, man. Like, But yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that, but it's like, if you say it right, it's like, you know, Stan, like Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Yeah. You know, you say their name together, and it's like, you know, it's Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Yeah. You know. Stan it's Lee that, it's that whole thing with, um, was it Bob Kane and Bill Finger? Yeah. Where, like, now Bill Finger's getting the recognition for making Batman, making, creating, like, pretty much half. For where it came from. Yeah. You know what I mean? It developed into some whole but, new but that, Yeah. But it's like, but where it came from, very important. But that was all Bob Kane's being a dick, too, you know? He was just like, oh no, I'm stealing this from this man, and he's not gonna know about it. like. Bill Finger got fucking dealt a bad card, but now mm. it's all been mm, rectified, out. I guess. Because in every book, in every Batman you read now, it says it right there. That's true. Created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, and then even the movies now they say that. Yeah, true. Uh, it's just video like, games, give, everything. I, it's like, why not give these people their props? If your ass didn't come up with it, then yeah. motherfuckers say, yeah, created by. If you were not a creative cat, then just accept your fate. Yeah. And that's know. the fucked up thing with DC is they knew about it too, but they didn't. They're, they like, didn't, they're like, we're yeah. not gonna do anything. If I, it took the fucking Bill's family to be right, like, right, right. and a documentary, right, right, to, 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 to shine that. light yeah. and be like, y'all, y'all acting shady. It's just like DC didn't create that shit. Yeah, but all you executives gonna take just eat that lunch? Yeah. Wow. It's like, like the family struggling and. They, they got made fun of because right. they're like, oh, my dad created uh, Batman. Like, your dad's Bob Kane? Like, no. Bill, Bill Finger. Finger. Like, who's that? Who's the, yeah, exactly. His name is not on the credits. And it's like, that family was like, dude, you know, like, even the daughter was saying, like, she couldn't go to school and be like, oh, what is your dad doing? Like, oh, he made Batman. And like, then they'd be like, oh, you're lying. Not the credits, this and that. It's yeah. Like, it's like, that's fucked up. That's why, like, dude, that documentary, if any of you guys have Hulu, go watch it. It's called um, Batman and Bill. Mm. And at the very fucking end, you kind of do get teary-eyed. When, like, the daughter and her son finally get that recognition. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, her dad. 
Or no, at that point, that's her grandpa. Right. Because her dad was the one that was also trying to fight for the rights right. and all that, and he just got ignored, and it took the daughter, and the daughter just says, like, she oh. She picked it up again. Yeah. Well, she did it before, and then they're like, they failed, and it took that guy who was doing the documentary. To be like, hey. To be like, yo, dude, and he got, like, petitions. Yeah, like, he got people to sign. Yeah, he went on radio. He yeah. went everywhere. He's like, all right, motherfucker, like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Just because the guy was a fucking diehard Batman yeah, fan, and, and he's, like, like, he, he's like, that's wrong. He's like, that's not right. See, he's doing what Batman would have done. Exactly. And that's that's how, like, it plays it off, and you're like, fuck, like, you have the like real a, life Batman. Yeah, like you have a new thing for Batman. You're like, this is this is why Batman yeah. was Batman, yeah. and and you kind you kind of do get teary eyed, dude. You're like, man, the very end is like fucking finally justice. Even though the first movie where he got his credit was the terrible Batman versus Superman movie. Uh, I'm sure for her, she didn't give a shit. She no, she was, was just proud that she got to see her grandfather's so name. Exactly. exactly. As it's like, like, yeah, like, I, yeah, like Zack Snyder. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> that movie is a whole thing in itself or whatever. It is. Uh, we've come to the end. Uh, hopefully next time my voice will get better. <laughs> yeah, man. It can take you a lot. Just some, you need some, some hot tea or something. I know, man. Then Comic-Con, like I said, it's this week, so I, I got to... Go- right the only thing is I only got the Sunday pass, so I don't have to be fucking yelling. That's true. So just, just go up in there, get some freebie shit, and be out. Yeah, pretty no much. Diggity. Get in and get out. Except for mine, I just want to get up in there and make my connection and, get, you know, do what I got to do. Yep. Hopefully so. make a lot of money. Well, that is make make some money. Yeah, right. Make the monies. Yes. Make money, some connections. Hopefully get, get some. Get some work. Yeah, get some work out of that shit. Let's see what's up. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. That all right, guys. True. You can uh, listen to us on fucking Google Play Music, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can always follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, I've been Josh Casper. You with me? Is the Bizarre Mumbo Jumbo, aka JJ Kirby. Holla Black. Alright, guys. Read on.